Gaming Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored. Controlling transmission. Divided by a thousand miles of barren wasteland, two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain. This is Gaming Uncensored. Now, your gaming uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus, yeah, okay. a man on wheels, and a yeti with a modem, Jamie and Tommy. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and this is a brand new episode of Gaming Uncensored, and I just realized how hard it is to actually look at a camera. <laughs> Um, that's not easy he says as he's Um, not looking at the camera (laughs) no I'm not because it's way down here it is way down there it's way down like I'm trying I don't even way down there yeah we still we still need to work on the studio um we 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 still need a little work because it really is it's way down there I can't leave that far. Uh, of course, Tommy's over there. What's up, man? Not, not much, man. Uh, happy to be here for a show. Uh, we're, they're becoming rarer, and so we got to get them more uh, often uh, is the goal uh, going well, forward, hopefully. Well, at this point, I don't really care because all of the technology is working, and that's all I care about. That's right. <laughs> no, no, I'm not looking at the camera. We will fix that. I'm sorry. It's just way down there. Um, and I got a couple of stories for you today that will that might explain to you why I'm not looking at the camera. So, uh, fair enough. I we. We do have a lot of stuff on the show today, so I'm going to let you run that down. Let's, we yes, got a let's, lot of stuff going let's on. Let's do that real quick, and I'll also tell you how you can see Jamie not look at the camera here in just a second. So <laughs> on the show, uh, we're going to talk a lot of TV today, which will be fun. Uh, TV, film, movie stuff in the video game world. Of course, The Last of Us TV show is out. A couple episodes mm-hmm. under our belt at this point. So we've got that to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have uh, PlayStation's uh, answer to the uh, Microsoft uh, adapter controller uh which is called project leonardo at this point we'll see what the final name for it is but uh, we'll talk about that. it's about time <laughs> thank you uh, i am curious because you and i haven't really discussed this yet so i'm really interested to hear what you think about this thing so we'll uh, we'll spend some time on that if we have time for much else we'll uh, we'll get to a few things uh but uh assuming that we don't <laughs> go by the show notes gaming uncensored uh, .com. uh and while you're there if you would like to see jamie not looking at a camera uh uh, go subscribe yes. to the Patreon, which you can get uh, video of uh, all these podcasts uh, if you uh, so 
Choose. Uh, big thanks to Cabbage, Jose, Narc, Duff, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Z- uh, Sam, Andrew, and Luik uh, for uh, all the support. Uh, again, we we appreciate you guys even when we've been uh, less than uh, uh, consistent recently. Uh, we uh, we appreciate all the support and uh, hope to be more consistent. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 just I'm Jones is so much for this show at this point. Like we tried to do it a couple of days ago and it fell through. And I'm just like, oh, we got to do a podcast and so <laughs> I, we got to get better. Yeah. So that's all on me. I, uh, I'm going to work better to get us better at doing this more often. I have a, uh, a nice lady and her husband that worked with me o- over the weekend. And I sent her a text right before we started and literally said, I am busy for the next 90 minutes. I am not dead. I am fine. If I don't answer a text, don't worry about it. I will be okay. Uh, because this is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yes. So uh, I, I, we're, we're in the same boat. Like, I really believe that at some point in our lives, it won't bother us quite so much to not do this show. Sure. But, like, we've been doing this for almost, almost 18 years. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and like, I hate not doing this show. I hate. Like, I plan my weeks around this show. Like, like I'm watching TV yesterday, okay? And I had an idea that you were going to text. And so I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to watch. And I thought to myself, it's Saturday. He's going to text tomorrow. I better watch the latest episode of The Last of Us. I mean, that's literally how this thing works. Yep. I like, I, I got, I, my, my entire week works around show prep, just hoping that you will text <laughs> me and tell me that we can do this thing. So yes. that's how bad it is after 18 years. Yes. I, it, yeah, I, I, I keep thinking that we will grow up and it'll change, but I don't think it will. Nope, I don't think so either. I was just thinking, yeah. uh, like when you mentioned that we're coming up on 18 years, uh, I was 21 when we started doing this show. 21, I was barely old enough to drink when we started podcasting. Uh, that is wild. <laughs> just yeah. boggles my mind. Yeah. So, ah, uh, yes, this has been a, 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 a part of, of, our adulthood, you know, <laughs> like this has been as much of what we do as anything else as we've been grown up ish uh, in our past nearly 20 years. So. Can, can I tell you this? this is, I, I don't know if it applies to you, but this is how not grown up I am. Uh, the nice lady that works with me on the weekends, her name is Anita. And I found out that Anita has a Sam's card. Okay, and so I asked her, I said, can I, can, can we use that to get some stuff in bulk and save a little money and that kind of thing? And she said, sure. One of the things that I bought at Sam's yesterday was a pallet of Coca-Cola, 35 <laughs> Cokes. I saved some money. You know why I bought that many Cokes. You know me well enough to know why I bought that many Cokes. I don't drink soda like that. You don't drink soda like that except for adult beverages. Yes. That's all those Cokes are for. And maybe in a 
maybe once in a while, maybe once a week, and Coke float. <laughs> yes, I still have Coke floats. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, I am not an adult, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, I mean, I have a kid. I, I you know, uh, <laughs> still not an adult as much as it's uh, hard to not be an adult with a kid. But, you know, uh, you do what you can. So, uh, Right. Yeah. Uh, all that said, uh, we've got lots to talk about. But I, I want to hear your story first. You told me you had a story. You got to tell me. So I got to hear your story. I, I, I do. I, I have a story. And it has nothing to do with this show. And so I, I apologize for what's about to happen. But I haven't seen him in about three weeks. And uh, we could spend an hour before the show doing this. Or I could do it right here. So here we go. Um <laughs> So I live in my house by myself, meaning not with my parents, and I'm trying new things, you know? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm branching out, and uh, I bought some CBD from one of these pop-up CBD stores that are literally everywhere, because I thought, you know, we 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 know the CBD that we like, but there's other stuff out there. Sure. I think I'll buy this and try it. So I did. And I had a very interesting experience that did not go well. <laughs> and and the whole time that it was happening, all I could think about was you. Like the whole the whole time I was going through this experience, all I could think about was Tommy would hate this because <laughs> I have zero control. I have zero control. My buses aren't working. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what I'm doing. It would drive him insane. Yeah. Right? Because it drives me nuts. Right? So after this experience, I said, I gotta, I gotta detox a little bit. I gotta. I don't know what was in that, but let's just say it wasn't from feels.com. <laughs> so there was some stuff in there that probably should not have been there. And so I go on Amazon and I buy these detox foot pads that have that have bamboo and vinegar and all these all this stuff, and you put them on your feet at night. And they suck toxins out of your feet. And it sounds like voodoo. You're thinking, that doesn't work. Like, that's snake oil. There's no way that works, right? So I use these things for about a week every night. And I'm feeling pretty good. Except that I'm sweating a lot. And when I say I'm sweating a lot, I mean, it's coming out of my hands, just like, just like, oh, you know, you've experienced this because I have been with you when you sweat like that, yep. and it's not a good feeling, yep. and as I went on, it got worse, and it got worse, and it got worse, and finally, I was like, I, I got to go to the doctor, I'm, maybe I'm fixing to have a heart attack or a stroke or something. Well, turns out that I figured out what was happening. Uh, you know this, not a lot of people know this, but I'm on a muscle relaxer called Baclofen. And I take about four of those every day. 
And it's strong stuff. Like it is a controlled substance. And like it helps with my tremors and some of the things that I have. Well, it turns out that apparently those foot pads were sucking all of the back up and out of my body. <laughs> so I would take I would take three pills throughout the day and then they would get sucked out of my feet at night. So <laughs> after like three weeks, I toasted like a crackhead because <laughs> I haven't had any meds. Like like my muscles aren't working. I got up on Thursday and I could not move my arm. <laughs> Like, I, I couldn't, you've seen me when I have spasms yeah. and stuff and it doesn't work. That's what Thursday was. And I got up and it, it was like really bad. And I came in and I had all my pills set out and I took the pads off my feet and I looked down at those pills and it just quaked in my head like, oh, these are being taken out of me. Yeah. And so, like, on Friday, I'm like, I got to get back regulated. I cannot wear these for a while. I got to get some meds in me. I got to do something. So I take four pills and don't put the pads on Friday night. And I kid you not, yesterday, I experienced literally every side effect on the bottle <laughs> because my my body was like, what the crap is this? What are you putting in my body? So all of this to say, I have now known what it's like for a serious drug user <laughs> to try and detox. <laughs> And I did it by accident, <laughs> and it was not fun. Yeah, I could. It I was could, not fun. I could see that. <laughs> so, so, so now that I've said all of that, do you have any questions, sir? I, 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 I don't really. I'm just glad you're okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're back, medicated, and able to function. Well, like. Yesterday, I was a little worried because literally every side effect on the bottle. Yeah, I would like, imagine. Like, because my body's like, I don't know what this is, but I haven't had it for like three weeks. And yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, some of those detox products on Amazon, <laughs> yeah, they work. That's a good review. Like, uh, you need to go like solicit the company and say, hey, give me a couple of bucks. I'll write you a review on Amazon about my experience of how well <laughs> so, these things actually work. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, and, and, and I want to tell you this because, because I'm, I'm not getting rid of these foot pads. I'm going to I'm gonna have to figure out how to use them and not, you know, lose my medic medication. But the reason the, when I started to figure out that they were working was that I noticed on the nights that I drank and then I put these foot pads on overnight. When I woke up the next morning, they were nasty. Yeah. And I learned that like 
they're they're literally pulling the alcohol out of my system. <laughs> and so not, not only is it it's a detoxer, which also makes it a hangover cure, but I I think it's kind of awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I will. You you're right. I should ask them for some money because that crap works. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. You didn't know I was going there. Oh, did no, never in a hundred years would I guess that story. That was a good story. <laughs> yeah. Enjoyed that. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I've done for the last two weeks while you haven't been here. Yes. Uh, uh, it, it it hasn't been a lot of fun. I have watched you play God of War. Yes. I have done that. I am caught up. That's good. I haven't uh, played a ton of it, so, but I've played uh, some. I, not to, to belabor on God of War for very long, but the one thing I will mention just really briefly about playing God of War, uh, playing as a Treyu is really fun. Like, yeah. that I was not expecting. Like, because God of War is Kratos. Like, I like when it first was like, okay, now you're a Treyu, I'm like, ah, you know, like even before, but just, uh, you know, but like, they did a really good job of making him fun to play. And it's like, I'm now like looking forward to the Atreyu section sections of the game because like it's legitimately fun to play. Okay. So two questions on that, because I want, I had that exact thought because I've noticed when you play as him, the, the enemies move differently and it seemed a little bit rigged. Yeah. Because they don't really come at you because he's like a distance right. kind of a thing. And I wondered if that was just something that I'm seeing and like like the, that I'm projecting in my brain yeah. or does it actually feel that way? Because in a lot of places it looks like they're standing still and just letting you shoot from <laughs> right. Yeah, there's know. definitely it it's not been a ton of like tough enemies while uh, playing as a Treyu at this point. So I am curious to how much they do that because obviously with Kratos, you have lots of challenging fights and that's kind of part of the fun of it, you know, and that's God of War, the, the kind of new iteration of the game that came out in 2018 and now the sequel to that one is a different type of combat than the kind of original series was, which was more hack and slash. Well, this is still a lot of hack and slash. It's a little bit more uh, timing and parry and, and that kind of stuff, which the original series was never really much about that. Uh, Atreus being uh, a distance fighter i don't know what you want to call him a range fighter um like i don't know if it's going to say okay at some point we're going to have people just bum rushing you like you do with kratos because that's going to be challenging but honestly my favorite ability with uh atreus is like he has this thing where he just goes and just wallops an enemy with his bow like close combat like melee style just walloping him with their and it's the most satisfying thing and so i use okay. that all the time so the enemies don't run at me but i run at them quite a bit where i'm like charge whack 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 with the bow and it's super fun <laughs> okay so the thing with the bow and you you're you're gonna love this because i can't believe this is what i thought of but the first time i saw that uh ability what i immediately thought of was the Simpsons arcade game. Yes. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm talking about? With 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 uh Bart with the skateboard or with Marge. Yeah. And the vacuum yeah. cleaner. It's the same type stuff. Just walloping away. <laughs> I'm like, they did, they sold it right out of the Simpsons arcade game. 
games. That's it's great. fabulous. Which, by the way, Simpsons Arcade great game. One of the greatest arcade titles of all time. It obviously came out on consoles and such, too. But I remember playing that at the arcade and just being like, this is phenomenal. <laughs> this is so good. So, uh, Can, I'm glad you brought up the because I have to ask you. I, I had to go over Christmas. I had to go to the mall. And and I I go to the mall like once a year. Sure. Like that's not something that I <laughs> yeah. do. I think I talked about it a couple of uh shows ago that I went to the mall with the GameStop. What I forgot to mention was that um I went to the mall and the arcades now no longer there. And you know, the arcade that we grew up with, I know you went to. Yeah. Um and it got me wondering how many arcades there are in your area because when I got to that section of the food court where the arcade was, I know it's been gone for a while. Like I've been in there before when it was, but but I like I walked by and I literally got sad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I can't. So, I can't recall walking by an arcade in in forever. I will say. There, there was at least a couple around here pre-COVID. I don't know if they still exist. I know one of them closed down, which is a bummer because I actually went to it. I think we I told the story on the show, but this was many, many years ago. There's a place called Cidercade here in DFW that yeah, was uh, yeah, uh, cidery uh, and arcade. And so, like, you go in and you just get cider on tap and and play arcade games, and it was brilliant just super fun you know like a very enjoyable time uh but i know that one closed down but there was another one that was closer to where i'm at i don't know if they're still going or not but both of those were like adult arcades though like adult beverages and and kind of bar food and that kind of stuff like a like arcade in the mall i have not seen in years and years or anything like that yeah it's yeah it just is a, a kind of a, a relic of a bygone era because we're old Yes, we are old, <laughs> and is, we're not getting any younger. We are not. Like it's, you buy detox uh, foot pads. We are not getting yeah. any younger. <laughs> He's laughing because I know you started using those products, but not not those particular sure, products. But, but I buy that old type of stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I buy cholesterol medication. You know, like we're old. Like this is our life at this point, you know. Like it is what it is, and uh, we continue on for as long as God allows us to continue on, and we'll see how long that is. <laughs> we we are so depressing, man. Like <laughs> I mean, like can we be anymore? Get off my lawn. So, uh, one other quick game I want to mention, and it's uh, funny just as a transition because it's the opposite world we're talking about right now. Uh, a game that I've been playing just a little bit here and there, off and on for, I don't know, a month or two at this point, just when I get a chance. But I've been playing it on the Steam Deck, uh, which is fun, but now I'm playing it on PC, is uh, Persona 5, uh, which is Ooh. on Game Pass. And I finally was like, we got we to gotta know about this Persona stuff because it's such a big deal and it's something we had never touched and it's JRPG. And so it's like, seems like it makes a lot of sense. And it took a little bit for me to kind of get into it. 
but I'm I'm officially into it. Like I really dig it. So Persona Five, I, I say it's the opposite of what we we're just talking about because you play as like a high school kid, you know. <laughs> so it's like the 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 polar opposite world of us old men at this point. It's like all the drama about you know high school. There's like a volleyball team that's the the central part of the very early stages of the game and like all this stuff. It's very anime style. And I had mentioned before how I'm just not that big of an anime person, and I'm sure like somebody who's much more into this world is going to correct me on that because I'm sure it's not actually anime style, but some other, you know, but it's very much like, you know, Japanese animation, cartoon, not cartoony, but that anime style, the gameplay is, is all, you know, kind of three dimensional, but it's that style, if that makes sense. But after you kind of get used to that, at least for me, getting used to that was a little bit of a learning curve. Like it's super interesting and fun. It's a JRPG. It's like turn-based fighting and it's uh, lots of story, lots of narrative. Uh, It's weird narrative. It's got it modern day Tokyo, but like supernatural, like you're going into like people's like imaginations about what they like think the world is. And so like the first dungeon is a castle that is like the volleyball coaches, like, imagining of the school that you attend and so you're like fighting his persona and his like caricatures of all of the people that are part of this like he's enslaved like all the students and stuff so it's it's almost like everybody everybody's in like a vr rig or something and they have their own right yeah yeah you're like busted in and like trying to like take down all these like corrupt people in their personas and whatever i don't know i don't understand it all but it's it's really really good and it's on game pass and now persona three and four are as well uh, and so you've got uh, access to those also on Steam and Switch and everywhere at this point. All the Persona games are out everywhere, or at least the three recent ones are out everywhere. And so I'm really, really digging Persona 5. It's it's like I'm, I'm in the middle I, of playing too many games right now, and so I can't dedicate <laughs> enough time to any one of them. Uh, but I'm like, oh, we're going to find some time to play Persona. I We, we do, because I have to see that. Yeah. Like, I... I I have the hundred. I I don't. It's not something that we've ever played. No, it is very different in a lot of ways. And then again, it's very nostalgic in that it's that kind of JRPG. It's like the way we grew up. Yeah, you know, like I I I I think about you know games like that, like Guilty Gear and some of those other ones. For sure, like like we played a ton of those growing up. Yeah. Yeah, those were the thing when we were younger. And so it, it does both scratch an itch of nostalgia and at the same time feel very different than anything I've ever played. And in and, and, and both of those ways, it's pretty cool. So uh, I recommend it. If you've never played Persona, if you're like, oh, that seems weird to get into. My only like fear about it is like Persona 5 is a notoriously long game. I'm going to be playing it for the next 10 years. <laughs> like I'm never going to finish this game. Uh, but it's, it's interesting enough to keep me coming back to it, which is cool. So. Uh, well, I have a, since we're talking about games, I, I just had to bring up that I did have time to play the other choice oh, nice. for the end of Life is Strange. And I've never seen two choices end up so drastically different. I mean, uh, one one of the brothers actually died when I played the other choice. Yeah. And apparently there there's a different way that it can go. Apparently, if you treat Daniel in a certain way and 
tell him he has to follow the rules all the way through the game, which I thought I did, then it, it goes a lot differently. And so the reason I want to bring that up is that this is the first game that I've played in a while that I have no idea what you would have to do to get the quote-unquote better <laughs> ending because the the first ending that I chose, which I talked a lot about on last week's show, was fine. They just blew up a lot of stuff getting there and, like, you know, some people got hurt and whatever. But the... The other ending that I played was absolutely brutal, and apparently there was like two or three different ways that could have gone better had I made different dialogue choices, but I have no idea where those are. Like, I have no idea how you turn Daniel not into a psycho. Sure. You know, yeah. because the deal was, I think everybody's played it by this point. The deal was the first time I decided to use his power and uh, and break a barricade and they went to Mexico and it was all good or whatever. Second time I decided to surrender and he goes nuts and says, no, we're not doing it and, and busts across the border and Sean gets killed. In the car, like he's controlling the car with his power, yeah. And Sean's next to him, and and he gets shot. And I'm like, okay, so where is the choice or series of choices that would have changed this outcome? Because I thought I'm choosing surrender, right? So they're not going to blow all the stuff up, and they're not. Oh, that's not going to happen. No, it was worse. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so, like, I have no concept of, of, for the first time in a while, I have no concept of how could you possibly do that better? Because, you know, you and I are notoriously good guys. Right. And all of these get like, I wasn't telling him to, like, tear things up. And so the reason that I bring this up is that I said last show that that game was a challenge mentally. And now that I've done both, both quote unquote endings, I don't really understand. Like that obviously was not a surrender ending, even though it said surrender. And apparently there's a way that you can make it where they actually surrender and everything works out. And I have no idea what that is. Yeah. And and so that game, for all intents and purposes, has me kind of stymied like I don't really understand. Uh, and the, the reason I wanted to tie this into what you're playing is because I haven't gotten my rig moved over. I haven't, uh, we talked about that last show. I haven't gotten that done. And I'm I'm paying for Game Pass. There's all these games on Game Pass. And I'm thinking to myself, when am I ever going to have time to play any of this stuff? Which I know that's the situation that you're in at this point, is the, the whole time thing. 
And we've talked about that for years. But putting that aside, I love where gaming is right now in that there's just so much stuff to play. Yeah. Like Sam is really excited about the Dead Space remake. And like he's been talking about that on the Facebook page. And we have to play that. That's another one that's like, uh, we got to pick that up. Yep. And I'm just going to win. Yeah. (laughs) When are we going? How? Like, yep. I don't know. For sure. Absolutely. I just. Games are never ending at this point, which is a good thing. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but we just can't play them all, which sucks. So that said, yeah. let's talk about watching games. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's what, uh, we've been doing a little bit of as well. So really quickly, I'm just going to blow through a couple of the news elements here because really we just want to talk about the uh, the show here. So of course, The Last of Us has debuted now. Uh, the first two episodes are out as of us recording this. By the time anybody's listening to this, you've watched episode three probably because it comes out tonight. Um uh, so The Last of Us uh, for HBO has the distinction now of being its third largest debut behind uh, the House of the Dragon Game of Thrones spinoff, which was crazy how big it was. Uh, 9.9 million uh, in its initial uh, uh, run. Uh, Last of Us is third with 4.7 million. <laughs> so way behind that, but still significant and only behind Boardwalk Empire, surprisingly enough to me, by just a hair. Boardwalk Empire apparently debuted um, when HBO Go launched originally. And so it had a big uh, showing just because of that. Um, So for what that's worth, uh, it is doing quite well. Uh, So much so that they've already said they're doing a second season, which no surprise there. There's obviously a second season worth of story (laughs) for The Last of Us. Uh, It does appear that this first season is going to be the, the... contents of the first game the second season will be the contents of the second game or i would venture a guess that they may end up splitting the second game across two seasons uh and doing you know the like ellie part as I, one season and then the uh uh oh my goodness i'm even blanking on uh the other abby abby part on the uh the other seasons we'll see i don't know what's gonna happen there all that to say they've got a cash cow on their hands and they're pretty happy about it I don't think they are actually going to get the first game into one season uh, because we're two episodes in and uh, it's going pretty slow, which is good. Uh, But I don't think they're going to get that into like 10 episodes or whatever. Right. If it were, if it were a standard like broadcast TV, 20 or 23 episode season, then yeah, I'd say they got a shot. I don't see how they do it in ten uh, or thirteen or whatever this one ends up being. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, since they have ordered so. this first season, but yeah, whatever it is, uh, we're going to get more of it. Uh, obviously, yeah. So, uh, all that said, because I know you've watched uh, the first two episodes, I've watched the first two uh, episodes uh, at this point. Uh, what do you think so far? So I said something on on Facebook that, and I knew it was going to rile him, and that's why I said it. I said something, and it riled Chad, and and Chad and I have had two conversations, and in both conversations we didn't actually get to the last of us, which is why he called me. Uh, I I like it. It's it's fabulous. It's well shot. It's well acted. It, it is it is the 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 environment is fantastic. Like it's amazing to see how they put that together. 
I mean, like they're walking through the city in the second episode, and I'm like, that's it. Yep. Like, that's the state house. That's the stuff that I know. I'm like, yep. that's it. I've seen this before. It's really cool. Um, the I as I was watching the second episode, because I said this thing on Facebook that I wasn't jonesing to watch the next episode when it came out. And and the reason why I figured out is not because it's not fabulous. I just am not a fan, nor I have I ever have been of jump scares. Like yeah. a video game is different because if you and I are playing a video game and you know we're playing The Last of Us or Resident Evil or whatever, one of us has the controller. Yeah. Okay, and. and we kind of feel like we have some control of what's going on. I'm sitting in my living room by myself in the dark <laughs> watching the se- second episode of The Last of Us Part Two, and and I know that there is a jump scare coming, and I don't like it. And so my, my thing, my hesitance of saying that The Last of Us is the greatest TV show ever made, which is, I think, what everybody is saying at this point, is I'm just not a fan of of the whole jump scare thing. Like, I, you would not believe this, but there's like 18 Resident Evil movies. I've not seen one of them. Yeah. Like, I just don't care. Yeah. So, so let me ask you on that, because... Uh, I, I agree for the most part uh, in, in everything you said. I, I, I'm digging it. I really think they've done an excellent job with it. I'm, it's fabulous. I'm, I'm, I'm jonesing for episode three. I'm, I'm like, how can I watch episode three tonight? It comes on so late. I don't know if I'm having but You know, that kind of stuff. But on the jump scare thing, because I think, because I'm, I'm also right there with you, and you know this about me. I'm not big on jump scares. Either. I'm even not big on video game jump scares. Like, I don't play a lot of horror games uh, in, in part because of that, like the Dead Space uh, remake that's apparently phenomenal for all the people that are thrilled about it. I'm thrilled for you, but I'm just not as needing to play that uh, in part because that's not ever been my genre unless I am specifically playing it with somebody. That's every Resident Evil game yeah. I've ever played, you know, has been playing with somebody. I don't really like that experience on my own. But bringing that back around to The Last of Us, I don't feel like it's been super jump scary in that they... Right. To me, like the way that in my head, like makes the most comparable comparison is it feels a lot like The Walking Dead to me, where The Walking is. Dead is very like deliberate and slow and does have jump scares. Like it's not that there are none, but it's just like they're not premised on that, you know? And so the fact that they exist, and even though that's not really my thing, I kind of can get over it. Because they telegraphed well, and that's on The Last of Us. Like they telegraphed when it was coming decent enough that you kind of like what you were saying, you know, it's coming. <laughs> you could kind of prepare yourself for it at least a little bit. But that the rest of it is so captivating yes. that I could get over the fact that there's this part that's not really my thing, especially that, watching a- it by myself, you know, in a dark room, which is exactly the same way I experienced <laughs> it too. You know, it's like this would be a lot more fun, the jump scare part of it with other people. But the story itself like, is just like, so good. The, can, 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 I, I'm just going to speak for both of us here. We would be having a blast with this. Like if you live here or if I right. live there, like like 
Sunday night would be appointment TV yes. because we would we would be sitting in one of our houses with drinks in our hands yes. with popcorn or some kind of bar food or something. <laughs> like we would be having a blast. Yes, popcorn that but, would end up flung across the room and yes. us freaking out and all that good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like we would be those people every Sunday night. Like, are we ordering pizza? What are we doing? Because you know, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Um. I that that's just the way it is. And and I want to be clear with everybody. It's fabulous. It's 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 fabulous. It is so well done. Yeah. Apparently, and, and, episode three, two is where it's at. Like that's everybody who's already seen the full series, like uh, journalists and reviewers and that kind of stuff that got to see it uh, ahead of time. Everybody is like, episode three is the episode of the series, and so I'm super curious to what they're going to do on this episode. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, and Nick Offerman shows up in it, which I'm also excited about because I love Nick Offerman. Yeah. So I, it to me, and and the root. It took me a while to figure out that it was about the jump scares because one of the conversations that I had with Chad, um, I watched another show over the last couple of weeks, which I watched, I watched uh, Reacher on Amazon Prime, and I'm a big fan of Jack Reacher. I've read like 19 of those books, and I started watching the the show and it made me pick them back up again. And I realized there's like six more that I got to buy and I got to read now. Uh, and, and I loved that show and, and it was the exact opposite. Like I watched it in the span of two days because I was like, this is so awesome and just give me more. And the reason why was that Amazon did such a fabulous job of matching the picture that I had drawn in my my head because the way they did it is the first season of Reacher is the first book, right? Yeah. And and so and so they did such a great job of putting on film what I drew in my head and it just made me giddy. And I think I would feel that way about The Last of Us, except the video game already did that. Right. Like we already <laughs> saw what the what the team wanted us to see. Like yes. to me, like, yeah, we're seeing it in lifetime and it's fabulous and the sets are wonderful. But but I'm sitting here watching it going. Okay, yeah, this is cool. It's fabulous. I, it's awesome. But I've already seen this, and that's what I said on Facebook. Yeah. And, and I just is that a is that do you feel any of that? I'm like I don't. Sure, I, I think it's <laughs> it's kind of a unique uh, uh, issue for video game adaptations because they're already a visual media that you already have. You know these preconceived uh, kind of notions of characters in the world and all this kind of stuff and so it's it's both a how do you stay true to it while making it interestingly interesting enough not being exactly the same and so far with the last of us they have mostly gone towards stay true to it with a few exceptions they, they've gone step for 
Yeah, I mean... The, the weirdness of a little spoilery here, but most people have probably played the game and already watched the first two episodes. But the way Tess dies is a slightly different in the, yeah. the show that it is in the game. Uh, how she dies and then the weird, like kiss thing which yeah, I thought, what the crap was that i thought it was <laughs> super cool but like all like not <laughs> the last of us in my head which is like has me curious so like how are you gonna take this a little bit differently with following this kind of thread like with pulling on this let's adapt this to tv what do we need to do to adapt this to tv well let's you know like these things growing out of their mouth which isn't like a, a big thing of like uh the video game but like weirdly going and like sucky face with like tense with a zombie <laughs> but it was just like it was captivating like i really like i was like they're doing something a little different but it's weird <laughs> it's it's the okay like you know how people always say that you can't look away? Yes. Like, I'm watching that scene <laughs> going, this is gross. It's suddenly uncomfortable. I do not want to see this. My skin is wrong, but I can't. But the whole time you're praying for that lighter, away. you're like, light, lighter, finish this. Get this over <laughs> right. with. Come on, lighter. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. But that was different. That was a little deviation. Not a big deviation. The, the kind of story hits are the same. But to me, one of the reasons I really enjoying it is because it's been a while since I played the game and there's of yes. course The Last of Us Part 1 out there now so we could go back and replay it but I don't have a lot of interest in going back and replaying it in part because of that issue we just talked about there's just too many games and I want to prioritize stuff I haven't played over stuff that I have and if I had more time I would love to go back to it but at this point that's not the thing but it's also fun to be reminded of this story and so I you know remember Tess and, and her ultimate fate but the kind of like story beats that got her there aren't fresh in my memory because I haven't played that in a long time. And so watching it play out, I'm like, oh yeah, that's familiar. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's different. You know, like and just like that was really cool. And so the story is familiar in its kind of macrocosm, but the microcosm of what happens in that story I don't remember as well. And so it's super fun to see those details again of how like stuff progresses. And so it's both like familiar and new at the same time it just strikes that balance really well for me and can i can i say that when i first got the soundbar that i have i wasn't happy with it but let me tell you something when 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 you put content through it that is built to use that and i've said this before like i am really enjoying the stuff on amazon prime and the stuff on hbo because it's premium content it is 4k it is it is, it is the best of the best of the best i gotta tell you the last of us has some great audio yeah great audio and and we're audio gigs. I know nobody else cares, but but man, it's good. Yeah, and the game did it so well, and so that's the, one of those yeah. things I'm so happy it's translated that they put so much attention to that detail into because it's such a big part of the game. And and 
They just did a lot of that. So, yeah, The Last of Us is great. We're going to watch it and, and be thrilled about it. Uh, I, one more Naughty Dog thing here. We get to talk about some more Naughty Dog uh, uh, movie this time because I, I watched it and I, I want to talk about it with you because you told me to watch it. Yes. Uh, but before we do that, a little bit of news. I'm interested on your in your thoughts on this as well. So uh, Neil Druckmann, who uh, is uh, creator of uh, uh, The Last of Us, one of the creators of The Last of Us, producing the show with uh, Craig Mazin, uh, also obviously uh, important to uh, Uncharted, uh, was quoted in a uh, interview with BuzzFeed saying that Uncharted is uh, essentially done. Uh, that they've they've finished that narrative. They're they're happy with what they've done with Uncharted and. And they're fine to move on. That they're not planning at this point um, to uh, to revisit um, Uncharted. Uh, and so, on that point, I would love to get your thoughts, and then we'll talk about the movie here in a little bit because we both watched the movie recently too. <laughs> so here's the thing: we've played on. You played more of Uncharted than I have. That's not one of those games that we put on YouTube. Uh, and so because of that, like I'm jonesing to get, this is going to sound like the dumbest thing I've ever said on this show, but I am jonesing to get my PC over here and find the PC version of the Uncharted collection because I want to play all of the Uncharted games on the biggest screen that I can find and with all the tech that I can find to put behind it uh, because Uncharted 4 is on Steam and like there's some version of the Uncharted collection, although it's not the first three games. I haven't figured out exactly what they're doing there. I, I but, but Uncharted is that next game that like crap, I want to fire up my PC and play through Uncharted. I, I hate that they're saying that they're done. However, I also applaud them for saying, okay, that's it. We're not going to do 18 of these. Yep. Uh, we're going to go do something else. Yes. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm um, right there with you. I I love Uncharted. We've talked about Uncharted a ton on this show because it's so much fun. It's Indiana Jones is a video game with, you know, different, you know, vibe to it, but essentially that. And it's executed so well. They're the most cinematic video games I think I've ever. It's the most like playing a movie game that I can think of, like even more yes. so than The Last of Us or or others in that kind of similar vein. Uh, Uncharted is just fantastic. And I want to see what else Naughty Dog can do. I don't want them to just milk Uncharted until it sucks. You know, that's kind of the the thing, the idea of like, hey, we made this really good franchise. We put out four games with some extras in there as well. And we're happy with it. And we want to see what else we can do, I think is such a laudable thing. And I wish more companies would do that than just trying to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going until it sucks. And I have to say that I'm afraid that that's, what's going to happen with the movie franchise <laughs> and, and we can we can we can jump into that yeah, go ahead. When, whenever you get ready uh but but like the, the uncharted movie was good it wasn't great every everybody that i know everybody that i read everybody's on the tom holland bandwagon and that kid is so cool and whatever yeah and all I'm thinking is, and I commented on this that that 
that like, okay, I understand they're trying to do young Nathan Drake and young Sully because even uh, Jennifer that I was watching it with said they got to start young because they're going to make who knows how many movies. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, she's right. Um, I, I like, I understand that Tom Holland is now one of the cool kids and, you know, and he did a passable job as Nathan Drake. But like, I, I actually pulled uh, the game up and, and showed uh, Jennifer Nathan Drake. And I said, tell me that's not Nathan Fillion from the rookie. And she goes, holy <laughs> crap, it is. Yeah. And I said, that's my point. Like, I I understand what that they did it with that guy and with Mark Wahlberg and all that because they they want they want to get all these movies that they can. Yeah, I'm saying that's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. So my my take on that uh, is basically the same. I'll go uh, even a little bit farther in that uh, I I love and we've had this conversation a little bit before, but I love Tom Holland as as Peter Parker. I he's my favorite Peter yeah. Parker of the the kind of him and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I think he encapsulates Peter Parker the best because yes. his charisma on screen in that kind of like. Uh, almost geeky, unsure, like both like trying to be confident, but not really being confident like that. Just like he's, he's got that down pat. And for Peter Parker, it's perfect. And he brought almost the same performance to Nathan Drake, which is not who Nathan Drake is at all. You know, like he just, no. he just doesn't embody Nathan Drake, who is even young. Cause you play younger Nathan Drake in the games too. Is this, much more cocky, self-assured character than Tom Holland's portrayal of it is. Like, I if it wasn't Nathan Drake and Uncharted, like the whole time, every time they refer to him as Nate, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's supposed to be Nathan Drake. That's weird. But if I could separate him from the character of Nathan Drake that I know, I'd be like, oh, okay, this is an interesting character. Like he's Tom Holland and he's kind of goofy and funny, and I I like him as a character, but he's not Nathan Drake. I was actually really surprised with how much I liked Mark Wahlberg as Sully, though. I thought, like, if they would have like, braided his hair, guy. put a mustache on him, and just, like, got an actor that was 10 years older. Nathan Fillion's too old. That's the problem. He's, like, 50, right? Like, he's also not Nathan Drake at this point. If they would have made the movie 10 or 15 years ago, he could have passed. I, I, like, I, I don't know I, who the I, perfect I person is, but it's no, somewhere no. in between those two people. I, I, I would challenge you before you say that to go watch the rookie because I think he could do it. I, I mean, he might be able to, but he can't do it for the next 10 years. You're right. You know, like and, and that's, that. uh, that's fair. And I would have loved him because he is Nathan Drake. Like he, he would have been perfect 10 or 15 years ago if they made the movie 10 or 15 years ago. I don't know who the perfect person is. It's not Tom Holland. They're not going away from Tom Holland at this point. The movie's goofy. It was fine. You know, <laughs> like it's uncharted is goofy. There's nothing wrong with it being goofy and campy. Like uncharted is that, but it just translates different on a movie than it does in a video game. Just a handful of moments. Like when they're just, falling through the air so many times in that movie, you know, right. just like having conversations and stuff that you're like, eh, like I'm okay with suspending belief about stuff, but this is getting kind of uh, over the top even for me. Like it just, it was fine. It was a fun ride. I, it's not, it, I don't it, need well, more like, of them. If uh, they it, never make another uncharted movie, I'll be fine too. 
It, uh, what I said to you was it didn't suck. Yes. And, and I'll, I'll stick that. Well, I, guess I think that's fair. Suck. It didn't suck. Um, it was what a typical video game kind of adaptation to a movie is more or less. And it's fine. It was okay. Uh, and, you know, The Last of Us is superb as an adaptation. Uncharted was fine. And I will, I will agree with what you said about Tom Holland being Peter Parker. What I hated about all of the Tom Holland Peter Parker movie movies was all of the other stuff. Yeah, like, that's fair. Like, <laughs> the, like, like he is the best Spider-Man ever. All of the other changes with the movies, I hate. Yeah. Like, I I can't sit and watch them because I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, that's. I, he's perfect. The rest of it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> like he was the perfect Peter Parker in a different kind of variation of Spider-Man, and he's a bad Nathan Drake in a otherwise fairly accurate portrayal of Uncharted. Like he just yeah. hasn't found the mesh yet. Maybe I don't know. So anyway, uh, it was fine. And and uh, I'll mention uh, just really quickly here's later in the show notes. But I'll, I'll go ahead and throw it in here that apparently Amazon is working on a Tomb Raider TV series, which. Get behind that. That could be okay. decent. I I have to tell you, uh, I know you haven't read Reacher, uh, I but I also know that you are a reader, and so I would challenge you to pick up a couple of those books because you do read a lot. Fair. Um, I I would challenge you to pick up the first one, which is Killing Floor, and then and then go watch the series. And tell me you're not blown away, right? Based on that, based on that, and uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I also finished. Like Amazon, that they are, um, they're hit and miss. Like we can talk about the Rings of Power. I haven't watched it because I heard it was awful, and I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> um, but when they're good. They're really good. Like they when when they get it right, Amazon may make the best content out there. Um, when they get it wrong, it's really bad. Yeah. And so, so like I, I I would really like to see Amazon do a Tomb Raider. Yeah, me too. But they're also again, doing Fallout. Uh, and yeah, which of those would you rather be good, Tomb Raider or Fallout? If you could only have one of them be decent, which one do you want to be decent? Fallout's not going to be. You, you can't. Like it's not going to happen. You can't. This is the thing. Like, uh, like where The Last of Us is doing so well is that they're sticking to the story pretty well, right? Like, it, it, it's such a narrative yeah. game. Anywhere, anyways. One of the things that I don't think Uncharted did as well is they didn't stick to the narrative as well because the the movie isn't like a game story per se. Like it's the world, but it's not taken directly from a game and it's this young Nathan Drake and he's different and like it just is not familiar enough an open world game just by nature is going to be so difficult to pull off because you don't have that narrative thread that a uh, 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 game like The Last of Us does and so yeah right. I'm, I'm skeptical of Fallout but if they can pull it off like just that world is so freaking cool and just the like Again, one of the things you said about The Last of Us that you really love is that it's so well shot. The cinematography is great. The set design is great. And like, if you execute those things in Fallout, I think I could probably get past a mediocre story. 
And another another Amazon series that they did that part of it really well is the Wheel of Time. Uh, the Wheel of Time is spectacular set wise. I, I'm again. I, that's another one of those series I've read all the books and and as far as how that part of it went, it was eh. <laughs> like when they get to season two, fine, I'll watch it. But like the entire point of watching the the Wheel of Time is the sets and the mountains and the trees and the like. It's like playing uh, Elden Ring, yeah. Where you're just walking around Elden <laughs> Ring, going, "Wow!" Yeah. Like that—that's what the Wheel of Time is, and I feel like that's the only shot they have with yeah. Fallout. Like, but if they could do that, far, I think I would dig yeah. it. You know, like again, just the, that world is interesting enough that you could have some decent characters. You could make—I'm not saying you're going to make the best show of all time, but you'd make a show that I would watch. You know, I feel like The Witcher is kind of that way in Netflix. Like, it's good. It's not great, but it's good. And I'll come back to it. And they could definitely do a good show with Fallout. I don't foresee them making a great Fallout show, but they could do something along the line of The Witcher that you're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense in the world and the characters and whatever. And and I think that's what (laughs) I like about Reacher is that Reacher is totally practical. There's no special effects there's no cgi there's no it's about this big imposing military dude that you know solves crimes and and it's it's practical and it's fabulous and it's beautiful like the first the first uh season they're going through georgia and it's just it's fantastic yeah and when you when you start thinking about Fallout and how much CGI you're going to have to have and the different creatures. Yeah. And like, for crying out loud, how do you do a mole rat? Right. Like, I mean, I look, let's go back to The Last of Us for a second. There was a scene in the second episode of The Last of Us where they're in the museum, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, where they're in the museum and they're behind that glass case. And there's a clicker right there. And 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 Ellie steps on that piece of glass or whatever, and and you get that shot, that straight on shot of the yes. clicker, and it makes the sound that it makes. And I'm looking at that makeup, and all I can think is that is stellar. I wonder how much money it costs to do that. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm going to be thinking with all the fallout. Yes. Because. How do you do a Murdoch? Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. but you got to. You know, like they, they yeah. have to be there. You have to have death claws. You have to do it. So, yeah, I'm curious too. So, all that said, uh, we, we do need to wrap up. We haven't even got to the uh, PlayStation controller yet. So, we're going to save that uh, for next time because I want to make sure we have plenty of time to okay. uh, dedicate to that conversation as I'm excited about that one. So, I will mention there was an Xbox developer direct this past week. I was thinking, oh, we're going to get some big news in it. Uh, it was a lot about Redfall. Um, if you're looking forward to Redfall, then there you go. Otherwise, there was also a game that launched, Hi Fi Rush which uh, a lot of people are really digging. It has a lot of Jet Set Radio kind of vibes to it. A lot of people are really into Ooh. it. And it's on Game Pass. And so there you go. So uh, if you want something to play and you're looking. Uh, also mentioned here, 
just saying a couple of the show notes, uh, Marvel's Avengers uh, is getting not shut down yet, uh, but support is stopping. Uh, and so a live service game that's not going to have service anymore is, for all intents and purposes, about to be dead. So, so the uh, last... The last two years, I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, they get, it, um, and they're not stopping supporting it until the 30th of September. And so it's still got most of the rest of this year. So it made it a little ways, but sad that it didn't make it uh, uh, farther than that because it, it had potential, but it, it was not yeah. great uh, by all accounts. I played just a hair of it and it was fine. Uh, but not great. And so, yeah, it came out August 14th, 2020. And so, yeah, made it almost, it'll make it three years. <laughs> it's a lot yeah. of money for three years of a game. So there you go. Uh, 007 GoldenEye is on um, uh, Switch Expansion Pass now. So if you've got the exp- uh, Expansion Pass with the N64 games, you can go play terrible controlling GoldenEye, <laughs> which is, I, you and I tried to fire up GoldenEye a couple years ago, and it was just so awful. <laughs> like I'm, I'm both thrilled that they put this out because it is the Nintendo 64 game to me. Like of like, There's a handful of Nintendo 64 games. But as far as multiplayer goes, it is the multiplayer Nintendo 64 game. Yeah, at the same time, it controls so awful. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know if they've let you remap stuff if it has more modern controls with it on there. I don't, I haven't looked into any of that, uh, but uh, it's there if you want to play it. Well, and and the the thing that just blows my mind is when you walk into the living room. That's the game that's in my N sixty four on the camera. Like, that, that just that's it yeah. right there. Like there's no other reason really other than Turok to own an N sixty four. Like Ocarina of Time it. and, and uh, yeah. Mario sixty four. Like the first party stuff is what's brilliant. There's not a lot of third party yeah. N sixty four stuff you go back to, but Golden Eye is is definitely one. So, uh, and yeah. then lastly, I'll mention uh, some notable releases. There have been as several, uh, and so usually releases uh, this time of year not a ton but there's going to be releases it feels like this whole year so dead space remake is out uh has an 89 uh score on metacritic it's really really good apparently people just really talking it up forspoken is out this square enix game uh that looks cool looks i will say it looks not looked but looks cool kind of mediocre reviews which is a little bit of a bummer i was looking forward to playing it not sure if i'm going to play it now but kind of parkour big open world like very very pretty action RPG, but uh, kind of also not the what the it, it looked like Mirror's Edge with magic. Yes, that's like, a very good way yeah, to put man. it. Uh, I mentioned the Persona games are out. Uh, Persona Four Golden uh, on uh, PlayStation at least has an eighty-eight. I saw it ninety somewhere else, and so uh, that's doing well. There was one more I don't remember what. Oh, Hi-Fi Rush. That's the um, uh, game that released just this week uh, from uh, Microsoft has an eighty-eight Metacritic score, which is pretty great for a game that nobody knew was coming and then like released the day they like when they made this big announcement about it so uh yeah go uh go pick up uh uh, a game on game pass if you have game pass and like jet set radio so there's tons of other stuff out there there's one more i was thinking i was gonna mention i don't remember what it is so lots of games coming uh i will mention one that is will be getting reviews on soon that apparently at least doesn't suck is the Harry Potter game, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, that's coming uh, in just a couple of weeks. I didn't realize it was that close until just the other day. Uh, but already lots of people have played it uh, in the review world. Uh, reviews will be dropping soon. And and just from little bits of hints and stuff I've got, it, it at least seems like it's decent. 
in a decent Harry Potter game, big AAA Harry Potter game is is probably gonna get me. I yeah, I, I I'll tell you, that's another one of those things that I would like to see on TV. Like you can say what you want about the movies, uh, but Harry Potter would make a great TV show, especially now with tech being what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, to, and I love those books. Oh, yeah, they're great. We watched uh, The Chamber of Secrets with uh, Genevieve last night. <laughs> it's a little above her age, which we uh, we figured out at the yeah. end where she was like, uh, yeah, I think I'm done with this, with Harry stabbing a basilisk through the head with a sword. You're like, yeah, yeah probably not the best for a four-year-old, but uh, she enjoyed most of it. Uh, <laughs> those movies are yeah. great. You, you, they, they really are worth your time, even though they have an age as well because it's older CG of course at this point but the movies still are really really good they did a good job with them but uh, books are better we know that we talked about that all yes the time, so there you go yes so. all that said uh, go check out the show notes there's a little bit more there that, that we didn't get to uh, and again we'll come back and talk about uh, Project uh, uh, Leonardo from Sony uh, next time I hope, hopefully next time will be pretty quick because yes, uh, we're going to need to talk about that we do Maybe we get that, maybe we that's giving me incentive extra. to make sure it happens yes. soon. <laughs> yeah, we need to do that soon. Uh so also while we're wrapping up here, I just want to say I've been I've been begging people for segments. Uh Narek, I know you're out there, you still owe me a segment. Uh Duff, I, we gotta have a segment on the thing that you bought because you have the baddest video card on the face of the planet. You're not allowed to not talk about that. That's fair. Uh, so, so we need a segment from Duff on his brand new 4090 and the rig that he built because um, that that's insane. So we need segments. We will play them if you send it uh, because. Let's be honest, that's what this show's about. If you're here for us, we're here like once every six months. So, uh, yeah, this show's about segments. It hasn't been for a while, but it needs to be. Yes. Uh, and so, and so please, please send us segments, whatever you're playing. I'm pretty much certain that we're not playing whatever you're playing, so we need to hear about it. Um, I I would really like to hear more from some of you guys. And, of course, those of you that are supporting us on Patreon, thank you so much. I have no idea why. (laughs) Uh, Bad camera angles and everything. Everything worked today, and it still looks bad. I still don't like it. Uh, (laughs) But it worked. Yeah, it did. It did work. So thank you for supporting us on Patreon. And if you want to uh, see what Tommy's thinking on a semi-regular basis, the best place to do that is the Twitter. Uh, There's always something going on on the Twitter. Uh, So definitely go by and check that out. And uh, Sam and everybody else is hanging out over the Facebook page. We need new people yeah i've seen a few new names pop up recently which has been fun but yes yeah more new people at the facebook would be great uh have thoroughly enjoyed the the last of us conversations and dead space conversations over there those have been fun yes believe it or not we do pay attention we don't say much but we do pay attention so uh 
Definitely go by there and check that out as he gets something <laughs> off of his microphone. What the crap was that? I thought it was a bug. <laughs> it was like just right in the corner of my eye. I was like, what in the world is that? It was like a little hair or something. But <laughs> yeah. Glad you noticed. Uh, uh, yeah, that's how good the internet is at this point. Which is so, nice. That's a big, big yeah. upgrade over uh, recent history. It definitely is. But we thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Jamie. That's Tommy. We are Gaming Uncensored, and we are out. Would you like to submit a segment for the show? Send it to gaminguncensored at gmail.com. And don't worry, we'll play just about anything. Gaming Uncensored. <laughs>